0: This meeting on the go podcast is brought to you by the San Francisco Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. Twenty-five minutes what it was like, what happened, and it's like now. Tonight's leader is Rick. Hi, I'm Rick. I'm a compulsive overeater. My pictures took a little bit of a beating here. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know if the water got to them or the what, but they're... I'll go ahead and pass these around, over here. Yeah. Yes. Five minutes left. Yeah. 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 That's great. Um, start off. I uh, I came up here tonight from uh, San Jose. I, I it seems like I get to to come up and do this meeting about once a year, and I consider that a, a privilege. I really do. Um, there were probably about three or four points along the the timeline tonight between about four o'clock this afternoon and and now or actually before i got here i got in the door about seven twenty-five 25 and, and hit the newcomers meeting but you know between about four o'clock and then there were there were there were a few points where i said i really am not going to make this thing tonight you know, i'm gonna um didn't want to brave the freeway and the traffic and you know And usually I'm able to uh, coerce a a sponsor or something to come with me. (laughs) And uh, I couldn't talk to one available guy to come with me tonight, so I had to come up all by myself and feeling sorry for myself pretty much the whole way up. But, you know, I knew somewhere along the line, you know, I started thinking I'm going to look out at the faces here. I'm going to see, you know, a little bit of myself. Um, I know I'm at home. I know you're my... uh, you're my peeps. You know, this is where I belong. Um, you understand me. You have the same disease, you know. I came here in um, 2005 uh, through the doors of uh, AA. I had been sober about nine years before I got here. And I was pretty much, you know, convinced that I didn't, you know, I. I it was so hard to get here Um you know, it was a little bit different. I mean, I was desperate, you know, to to, to to get what you had here, which, you know, as far as I was concerned, it was being skinny. You know, I, I was obese. I, I weighed uh, 280 pounds when I came here. And that was not my high weight. I I stopped weighing myself at 295. And it's, it's a very distinct possibility that at some point I, I hit or, or went over 300 pounds. But... There was after I hit two ninety five I kinda decided I was gonna stop weighing myself. And um you know when you're when your head's in a in a you know, alcoholic fog and, you know, drug induced, it's it wasn't that big an issue, you know. And when I got sober, it became more and more of an issue because, you know, my experience with that and then and then getting here is, you know, the you take another thing off the list of the things that you use to medicate yourself, you know. And uh, and then the other stuff stops, starts popping up. Um, just as a side note, you know, I've had to get into a third, you know, 12-step uh, program since I've been here. So the things just, you know, you eliminate one thing the other things pop up. Um, but it was definitely about the weight, you know, Um I didn't know what a compulsive overeater was. But um, like AA, I, I came in whimpering, dead, take me, do whatever you want with me. I can't go on. I came here thinking, I'm fat, I want to lose weight, but don't with my food. <laughs> you know? I heard people talking about that in my first meeting and I was, I was pretty comfortable because I knew that you know, talking to, I, I came to a, a newcomers meeting a half hour before the, uh, you know, very much like the one we just had. And I was pretty comfortable, you know, one on one with the newcomer greeter. And um, when the meeting started and I heard people sharing about what they, especially about what they ate and didn't eat, I freaked. I said, there's, I can't do that. And I took what they said as an immediate, this is what I got to do, you know. And, um, you know, I'll I'll tell you right now, I am not completely 100% free of that. I've made a lot of progress with that. Um, I know that my food today is between me and my sponsor and the God of my understanding. Um, That's what works for me. Um, And and really getting here, you know, it was, I heard my story. You you know, it was very hard because I was so unwilling to do... um, anything about the food but I knew I was one of you so I knew I had to stay and I had to pray for the willingness um, to come back the next week to that meeting because you know um, I didn't want to do it and And a guy offered to sponsor me I made it to that next meeting and a guy offered to sponsor me and uh, you know I believe today that, um, that God put that man there for me because you know basically what I did was You know, he asked me after the meeting um, if I was new, and I said, Yeah. He asked me if I had a sponsor. I said, No. He said, Paul, I'm available. And I said, Okay. Um, But I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to proceed to tell him what I wouldn't do. Now, a lot of people in this program would have said, If it would have been somebody different, they might have said, Well, you know, you will be willing to do this, or you will not recover, you know, or whatever. And that's not what I needed. I would have been out of here, and I, I may not have come back. I may have, I may not have. But this guy said, well, what are you willing to do? You know, we compromised. And that was what I needed at the time, was somebody to say, okay, let's give you a hoop that's big enough to jump through, you know. And um, and from there, it was, it was, it's been, you know, it, we decided on a pretty simple abstinence. I really didn't know a lot of how to start, where to start. Um, he didn't do sugar. So I said, I, I think I can do that. I don't think I have a problem with it. Um, I'm pretty convinced now I have a problem with it. But, you know, I just, it, I, I needed somewhere to start. You know, he said, what are your binge foods? I said, all of them. You know, I'm a, <laughs> a eater. You know, there was one thing I knew that I couldn't eat. Um, and I decided basically to take his abstinence because it was somewhere to start. And it was pretty simple. And it was three meals a day, two optional snacks, and no sugar. And it, and it hasn't changed a lot, a lot since then, but, um, you know, I, I, I learn uh, right away uh, when food's not working for me. Uh, as I've learned this holiday season, I, I got into a couple of things that just were like, you know, I usually when I send my food into my sponsor, it's just a little form and there's not much extra, you know, uh, verbiage on there, but this, this last one I sent him, uh, one last week, there was a paragraph It's like, you know, I can't do this. And, and I've learned that a uh, snack does not last two to three hours, you know, things like that. And I've been around for a while, you know. Um, I actually, you know, what I just needed was some boundaries around my food when I got here. And that worked uh, for the physical part of the program. You know, I the weight came off um i really believe that when you're when you're obese and you get here and you you have a food plan and you stick to it in earnest you know the best you can it doesn't have to be rocket science but it it, it was just for me it just needed to be boundaries and it's never been perfect but the weight came off and then after the first, uh, I, I lost the bulk of my weight in the first year. I believe I lost about 80 pounds. Um, all in all, I, I got down a lot more than I thought I was going to get. Um, and, you know, I bottomed out around 150. And today I go about 155. Um, so, you know, I, you, you might think, especially if you're new, those of you who have been around know what's coming up. You know, I I got what I wanted. I lost the weight. And, you know, go figure, I wasn't, you know, happy, joyous, and free 100%, you know, and wondering why. And a lot of it was that, you know, being abstinent, not medicating in a combination with the weight loss, you know, and other factors in my life. I think at just the point I was in my life. Um, I uh, I was experiencing a lot of stuff coming up and and wasn't real wasn't real uh, good with with me you know and i i really needed to dig into the uh you know i kind of shunned my step work is kind of like been there done now. i've worked the steps i'm gonna have to work the steps again and then you know that fourth step that i had conveniently kind of pushed aside i had to get out and really start working it um and, you know, that that made a difference. I slogged through, you know, those middle years from about one year to about three, especially in here, were, were tough emotionally for me. There was a lot of stuff going on. Um, it it kind of culminated in, in having some difficulties in my marriage, you know. My, you know, I was changing. My life was changing. I thank God that I had you know, uh program. I had sponsor and friends in the, in this program and other programs and um and out of program that I was able to get advice from and talk to and, and uh you know navigate through that stuff because um you know I share about this a lot. I I went through this point where I was just so, you know, God doesn't want me to be happy. You know, I wasn't happy in my marriage. God doesn't want me to be happy. And I don't and you know, these things just come to me like when it's a bolt out of the blue and I know it's not my thinking, it was the thought came to me that since when have I ever known best what makes me happy? I never have. Everything I thought, you know, a bottle of gin and a large pizza made me happy. You know, and that got me here. Um, and I needed that that guidance. And, and since, you know, my my wife... Uh, got into her own twelve-step program, and I followed her into that one, and um, and we're we're really really happy today. My marriage is more solid and, and better than it's ever been, um, and that's result. I mean, I could have made choices that would have um, probably led me to binging, God knows what, you know, but you know, with some help and some guidance and being able to say, let go, and just finally realize that, you know, I don't know best. God, is where are you taking me? You know, for a couple of years I was going, what What are you trying to teach me? What exactly, where are we going with this? You know, I wouldn't have been experiencing any of that if I was still uh, in the food. You know, I had to be abstinent to, to go through that pain. <laughs> and, you know, um, luckily I didn't, you know, I didn't, get a real strong urge to kill it with food um, but you know it's it, it's just a miracle that today I was able to get through that it was a lot of help a lot of help and a lot of surrendering you know and being willing to see what I wasn't willing to see you know um, coming around to it um, you know as I said I I don't work a perfect Uh, program in any way, shape, or form. Food has never been perfect for me. Um, I am very lucky to have a a sponsor, and a God, but a sponsor that I can go to and say, you know, we keep in, in very close touch. And whenever something's not going well with the food, I go right to them and we, you know, sometimes I have to abstain flat out from things and sometimes I have to abstain from them for a while. You know, but um, you know, as long as I'm honest, I find uh, that that's that's the bottom line. I'm honest about my food. You know, no matter what I do, that's not good. When I tell my sponsor I grazed, you know, put it down as a snack, but my snack went on for you know um, a period of time. That you know that that's not that's not working. You know, I can chalk it up to the holidays, whatever. But as long as I get it out. I feel better when I tell him. Um, it's it's a god of my understanding, flat out, that keeps me abstinent. I'm powerless. I need a god that is more powerful than me uh, to keep me abstinent. And that spirituality is not, you know, I I definitely pray. I I don't. Meditation's kind of. I get my meditation where I get it, uh, but. When I say spirituality and, and keeping that contact with my higher power, I'm not talking about necessarily the, the prayer, the meditation, uh, or anything like that. I'm talking about things like getting in my little beater car and coming up here on a rainy night from San Jose to come and do this meeting. Service, you know, the real nuts and bolts stuff. Um, and, and I don't even do that perfect. But every time I do, I do recognize that I'm kind of, you know, I'm opening that wavelength with with God to get uh, to come in, and I had a crappy day I mean you know i I didn't get out of my jammies till I got you know ready to come down for this meeting or up this meeting rather, and uh, I was kind of you know get had a little bit of depression, this weather is funky um, food was good today, you know, and I gotta narrow that down to hours at a time sometimes um, but you know, and I really didn't want to come and I thought you know, I know it's going to make the difference if I get out and I come here and uh, connect with you all um, because you are, you know, you do understand what's what's going on with me. Um, how am I doing time-wise? You have 15, you have 10 minutes. Oh, I've got 15 minutes? No, 10 minutes. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Not like I've ever run out of things to say. Um, <laughs> you know, so I... If you know, if I can do something like that, a little service. I am a strong supporter of service. Service has been a big thing for me. Um, I need the opportunity to get in myself because I suffer from that. You know, poor me. You know, and uh, and if I'm not careful, poor me can you know can turn into poor me a big bowl of something nice to eat. Yeah. <laughs> um you know and I, I'm kinda hitting the wall. This is dangerous because when I get to this point I start uh digging for stuff, God knows what's gonna come out of my mouth. Um the thing that, that I found um getting here was um I have, you know, as I said, I've, I've had to start another, another 12-step program. I don't want to get into detail about that. But, you know, it is, it's, it is worth saying that um, once we get abstinent, I think it's real easy. It was very different for me getting abstinent than it was getting sober. I think being sober was more like a cold slap in the face. It was like, you know, coming to life. You know, from being in a state of suspended animation or something and noticing that there's this world going on. I mean, I was numb to everything that was going on around me. Um, getting here was more of those layers of the onion coming off and getting to the core of, of some emotional stuff that I just tapped before. And... Um, you know, uh, it, some of the stuff was, was kind of unfortunate. I'm I'm really happy today to say that that I'm on the other side of it. Um, it's it's kind of embarrassing. You know we you know we have special workshops sometimes on um, body image and things like that. And that was a big thing for me to get used to. It took me a couple years to adjust to. The weight came off so fast. And then all of a sudden, you know, and I had been obese for many years. And I was at a weight that I, you know, literally hadn't been since I was a teenager. And having that was like, you know, it was a combination of, woohoo, And, oh, you know, God, now what do I do? Because I have no idea. You know, we don't know how to operate a lot of times in a body that's, you know, smaller. And... um You know, that, and I'll just flat out say it, that led to, you know, me questioning, you know, whether I wanted to be married all of a sudden. I thought, you know, well, geez. I can start, you know, before, you know, I'd look at females and it was like, it was like window shopping, you know. It was like being on one side of the glass. Now all of a sudden I felt like I was on the side of the glass with them, you know. And um, it, 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 Led me to some painful stuff. Led me to some painful stuff. Um, emotional stuff came up. You know, when you're when you're obese like that, and you've been married. I was married for for twenty years when I came here. It had been a long time since I'd had romantic feelings about any anybody, including my wife. You know, when you're married for twenty years, it's it's kind of same old, same old, and. Um, And I was, you know, and I I, I was starting, those feelings were coming up. You know, they were kind of random in some cases, kind of specific in some cases. And, uh, again, you know, it was just a matter of if, 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 I've seen that turn people out of this program. I've seen people turn and just, and put the weight back on because of that. And you know, and I did have that thought too. I, I had the thought of leaving here and you know, I felt better with my body armor, you know. I felt a little bit more protected and a little bit more you know, and, and um I thank God today that I, that I was able to stick it out um and learn a deeper uh a deeper understanding of um love and and you know, just my who I am emotionally and all that. I'm not, you know, afraid today to be, uh, you know, to, to say, you know, feel sorry or feel this or feel anything, you know. Um, just to have feelings. Whew. Thank you. Um, we, we can get into a dangerous thing this time of the year, and I say we, I mean me. Um, <laughs> if, if you're like me, you can get into the same thing. And I've, I've had this stuff with the food lately. Where it's been, this is abstinent for me. Let's see how it flies. Kind of having this vague idea that's not going to, you know, and, and thank God I haven't, you know, convinced myself that the, the couple things I tried over the holidays was going to work, you know. Um, some sugar free alternatives of things that I probably would not touch otherwise. And sometimes I got to eat them to find out that they're not going to work. Um, and I can get into this thing of, you know, I got abstinent in January. Uh, the first of the year is a big thing for me. I got sober in January. I got absent in January. Uh, you know, so January is a big rebirth, the start over point for me. But I can, it's real dangerous to say, well, I, let's just trash the last month or so of the year and just binge and then I'll start over, you know. I have a sponsor that says, you know, he worked a day at a time program for a long time. That, pro, the, that day was always the next day, and it <laughs> never came, <laughs> you know, and I uh-huh. heed that. Uh, I, I try to heed the examples of the people that, that were here before me that were abstinent and lost it, and, um, you know, we're coming up in January, we're going to be talking a lot about step one in, in meetings, and... and that's a good place for me to start. We can get kind of a jump on it and say, I need to work step one every time I go to put food in my mouth. Every damn time. And I don't always do it on a conscious basis, but I have to do it now. I can't wait till the first of the year, even though I do... You know, every year I kind of revise my... refine my food plan. I talk to my sponsor and say, this is what I'm aiming for this year. And that's, that's okay. You know, and if I fall short of it, it's okay too. But... I can't afford to say, let's just trash the rest of this year and just start over in January. It's all good. I may not be able to, you know. If I start putting stuff in my in my mouth willy-nilly to start eating like I used to, and thinking I'm going to start tomorrow getting abstinent, I'm probably in for a rude awakening, you know. So maybe we can talk about step one: uh, starting over. Uh, starting over at any time during the day, anytime you need to. That's it.